This episode of Creative Process is brought to you by Logo Serial. Logo Serial is a community-driven project that provides designers with bite-sized tasks to help them develop their skills. Each brief aims to challenge designers to try new styles and explore new areas of design through extension tasks. Each brief was written to simulate and reflect real-life businesses and, therefore, Logo Serial helps you build case studies for your portfolio to attract real clients. Real clients, people. Real clients. Logo Serial also has a community of established creatives who offer their feedback and knowledge to help push your work even further. Join over 300 other designers and get started with Logo Serial today by using the link in the description. Again, join over 300 other designers and get started with Logo Serial today by using the link in the description. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to, um, I guess, it's take two for episode four. Not with the same person. Um, We have a different person. These were pre-scheduled different episodes to happen, but episode four originally didn't go well. I made a mistake. I forgot to click record desktop audio or like to hear desktop audio, and I fucked it all up. So what was originally going to be episode four is probably going to be episode five or six. But anyways, we're on episode four today. Welcome. First off, I just want to say thank you for coming out and listening today. Um, I always appreciate the support. It's always nice to hear feedback. And, and also when people say, hey, I listen to this every week when you bring it out, it's really, really awesome to hear that. Um, and I really appreciate the uh, the support and the listens on the podcast. Um, but yeah, so today, obviously, we have a guest on, um, Dan or Debonair, Debonair Media. That one almost came out a little wonky. Almost. Um, almost, yeah. <laughs> we had a little practice run. I had to I had to say it and have you um, say it for me so I can get it right. Um, but Dan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming on today. How are you doing today on this hello, great... Hello, hello. What is this? Fri- it's Friday on this great Friday. Yeah, it is Friday. It is Friday, yeah. <laughs> we originally scheduled it for obviously a Saturday, so we kind of moved it forward. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm glad to be here, man. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you for coming on. Um, I know it was... We we were, I asked you a little bit um, a little bit ago, um, and everything kind of just kind of muddled together, and I forgot to you know kind of follow up on that. But now we're here, so thank you for your patience on you know scheduling and everything, and your flexibility on being able to move it up um, a little bit. I know we're working with a little bit of a time change. Um, you're six hours ahead of me, I think. So that's uh that's quite the uh, quite the time difference that we had to deal with, but it's working out so far. <laughs> Knock on wood, right? Oh yeah. I do. I do really just work on uh, Eastern time. So, oh, so okay, perfect. Okay, awesome. Um, so, first off, we're going to start with you introing yourself. Um, kind of give the people, you know, the crash course on Dan, who Dan is, who Debonair Media is, what you do. Um, if you want to say where you're from or whatever, you know, kind of intro yourself. Give the people a little bit of background knowledge on you. Oh, okay. Um, I guess I'll start with saying. I'm Dan. I'm also Debonair Media. Um, I've been creating graphics for streamers, creators, and, and different brands for for a solid hmm, solid four years under the name Debonair Media. Uh, like being freelance and stuff, but I've kind of been doing this stuff for about ten years, if not eleven years now. Uh, that's pretty. That is pretty much it. That is pretty much the short story of me yeah 
Where where are sure you from? We, sure we'll um I'm from England. I'm from England. England. Okay. Nottingham Nottingham more specifically. Okay. Ooh, Nottingham Forest. Is that That's yeah, Sherwood Forest, I think it's called. What'd you say? It's called Sherwood. Um so like the home of uh, you know Robin Hood? Yeah, I do know Robin Hood. Yeah, so he it's the the forest that he's supposedly from is called Sherwood Forest. I think actually you might is that where like is that where like the club is that where the club gets their name? Oh, I was talking about the club. Yeah, yeah, we've just we've just confused each other. Yeah, (laughs) Nottingham Forest. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you a supporter of them or do you follow? I guess I don't really follow much uh, football to be honest. Sport in general, to be fair, I kind of uh, kind of stuck to my own lane of uh, gaming and esports and all that stuff. Yeah, that's pretty fair. I know that's like a it may be like a like a foreign like from a foreigner's perspective to the people that live in like Europe. It's almost like everyone is like supposed to like soccer or football. Yeah, it's really big over here. I mean, Which a lot of like memes and stuff about like you know football teams and hooligans mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, like I had a um I had an episode with Bex before, and we talked about Spurs for like probably fifteen minutes out of the forty five that we recorded. Um, and we were talking about a little bit about that, like how the, the cliche, like, um, cliche, like perception of Europeans from an American standpoint is that they like live and die football. And it's just like, you know, it's sometimes it's just not the thing, but that's like our, our perception of Europeans. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I understand that. <laughs> I mean, cause it is so freaking massive over there. Um, I wish it was that way over here. I love, I love soccer. It's, it's something I've recently had adopted as a sports interest for myself and it's it's awesome i love it so much i have, to be fair i have slowly been getting into um when it's ever, when it's ever like england playing i'll you know i'll watch an england game here and there mm-hmm. but outside of that i'm not like into teams and stuff mm-hmm. maybe i should maybe i should since i'm from <laughs> nottingham, uh, nottingham and I, you know i could support nottingham forest i mean sense. they just got promoted so they did they did that was probably crazy. I, I can't that was absolutely that. crazy. How big is Nottingham? It's it's growing. Okay. It, I don't remember ever remember it being as big as it was. Uh, obviously, but you know, I don't know what it's like over there. But we're all there's always like there's always new buildings just cropping up. Like I'll, I'll often get the bus from the village that I live in into the city center, and honestly, every time I go into there, there's always a new like plot of buildings just being. Just being built, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've 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 been to England once. I went to London. I know stereotypical tourist type shit, mm-hmm. um, but I've I've been to London and London was a lot of fun. Um, I do, mm-hmm. but the unfortunate thing is I wasn't able to see a soccer game. I wasn't able to um, because of what like I was only in London for like three or four days, um, and it was like kind of out of season. So it was like you know it yeah. was kind of unfortunate, but. That's what I want to get over to, like, England for, or maybe even Europe, like, to see, you know, a soccer game over there, or a handful of soccer games. That would be one hell of a time. Like, Yeah, it'd be an experience, for it'd sure. It'd be great. Because, like, yeah. just for the supporter group, you know? Just for the supporters. Yeah. I don't give it – well, I do give a shit about the, about the, about the, um, the product on the field, but, like, I haven't seen insane supporter sections, you know? It, that's yeah. And that's supposed to be a huge thing over in Europe. Like the supporters are that like they make the club, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. there's not much of that emphasis here in America. I mean, it's starting to get there. Like soccer is growing, but yeah, yeah, whatever. All right. So basically, you 
branding, like branding, that's your main focus. That's like your, um, you know, like your your niche, I guess. Yeah, it's it's to be fair, it's it started off like doing small bits here and there, then it's kind of shifted into doing you know more branding, like bigger bigger projects. Mm-hmm. Over the course of the years. So you said you've been going for eleven years, I think you said, right? Yeah, so I'm 27. Okay. Um, so I kind of picked it up when I was about 16, kind of in school still. Uh, I think I was probably one of the only people in my school that. This is a bit of an origin story, actually. So <laughs> I used to do like a lot of YouTube content and, and stuff like this, like uh, Call of Duty montages, and you know, oh, hell yeah. where a lot of the people started. Um, and then one day I was like, you know, we could do we could do a YouTube background. That's awesome, cool. So I was like looking online for some youtube backgrounds that people have created didn't like them but decided you know let me figure out how to do this mm-hmm. so it just kind of started and snowballed from there really mm-hmm. yeah and, that uh, i think that's a very consistent one. oh sorry sorry no, no it's, it's all yours Always. um i think that's a very consistent way of like how designers in the gaming industry started they were like Definitely. hey i want to be a content creator but i don't want to pay someone to design my shit so i'm just going to do it by myself and learn how to do it yeah, definitely. I know a lot of them, um, especially the ones I work with, uh, are, are all kind of from the era of Call of Duty montages and mm-hmm. and you know FIFA videos and stuff. It's crazy, mm-hmm. crazy how we've all kind of come from the same <laughs> same cloth. Yeah, well, it's either like you continue being a content creator or you like make <laughs> designs. You know, yeah. it's like one of those yeah. two. It's like kind of branches yeah. off there. They go hand in hand as well. It's really nice. They do. Yeah, they do. Which, like, if you know how to design and you know how to make content, you're a deadly weapon, man. You are a deadly weapon. It's like it, you're, you kind of like, you, you just help yourself out. You help your own brand out. And it makes it so much that's easier because you, then you just design for yourself, which in some cases that's like the hardest thing to do. But, you know, when you're making content, it's like, you know, you just kind of yeah. follow what kind of atmosphere and what kind of look your content gives off. Um, but uh but yeah so you stream a little bit correct yeah i haven't actually touched streaming for a while i've got a kind of a lot of projects in the works that are taking up a lot of my time so Mm -hmm. a lot of my free time is just resting or kind of figuring out the Mm -hmm. next steps i guess so So what's streaming is not a priority for me at the moment what's your what's your opinion on that like as a designer like from a designer standpoint like should there be a, a bigger emphasis or on streaming like, like on creating content and like Ooh. establishing a personality rather than like well i know like like there's a way like you have your face obviously as like your mm-hmm. profile picture so when people come to your brand they're like hey this is the dude i'm working with but like establishing that extra point of you know being able to see process rather than like just being able to see the final product or being able to see more into your personality as a person rather than just a designer that's an interesting question so i think over the years it's it's kind of gearing to, towards um like what you just said you want to you want to be yourself and have this brand and do all the other things and let people in and let people know what you do mm-hmm. whereas before it was almost just you'd also just have your logo and then people never knew what your face looked like or never knew what you did really and i don't think there was a big group of content creators in like the design space and i don't think people really understood how to market themselves or Mm -hmm. share their work outside of just posting the design i guess i'm still guilty of that as well like at the moment i'm kind of 
I'll get a design ready and I'm like, I just want to post it, I just want to post it, but I've got I've got tons of like sketches and so much content I could I, I could potentially create, which maybe I start I should start doing that. I should start doing that. I think like I think I think creating content as a designer, I know like you probably know who Homescope is, right? Yep. Yeah. So he's like in my opinion, him and like Sesso, if I mean if you're in the oh, gaming Sesso, you yeah. know Sesso. Yeah. Um, and George, maybe a little bit, um, like those are three designers that come to mind that are creating content and establishing more, like you're able to see them as a designer rather than just their work. You know, I think, I I think it does a lot for a brand, like for a personal brand, especially when you're working with freelance. I mean, obviously you're established, you know, you have probably multiple recurring freelance clients. Like you're making a living most likely off of working freelance and stuff. So in your case, I don't really think it's much needed, but like if it's a designer starting out, like I think making content and like putting your personality and your, your like, I guess personality is just the way I'm going to put it. Like putting you out there yeah, to have more yeah. of a connection with your work is only beneficial. Yeah. I, th- I think it's almost like, um, like I say, when you, when you have uh, just your logo as your, your profile picture no one knows you no one no one understands what you're about so if you start marketing yourself and people are going hey this guy designs mm-hmm. and he seems really cool he does all this stuff i'm gonna go for this guy as opposed to this person that's you know just posts a design once every week and doesn't really communicate with anyone mm-hmm. doesn't interact or create content mm-hmm. it kind of just makes more sense mm-hmm. so when you did stream what was like your main like what, what did you do usually so i I'm part of a, um, well, I'm kind of working with uh, Visuals by Impulse. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of my streaming was done on their uh, Twitch channel. Okay. So it was just creating stuff for the Marketplace store that we had. So it'd be um, like logo designs mainly. Mm-hmm. So people would see my process of the sketching and then the vectoring and kind of getting things ready for the store, essentially. So it's kind of like a walkthrough process. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes the streams will last an hour and I'd get something done in an hour. Sometimes it might take a week. So like it would be a recurring thing every couple of days mm-hmm. that I'd stream. Um, but that was kind of what I was doing on stream. Kind of just walking people through the process. I, I found that a lot of designers watch that as opposed to... Um, you'd, you'd think that like clients would come and like you'd, you'd, you'd get clients from this, but it's more so the opposite. It's more so sharing your skills with other designers because i've had so many designers reach out ask for help and mm-hmm. i'm more than more than happy to give it them um so yeah i guess when it's, it comes when it comes to like making connections there too that's probably yeah. you know you know oh, being able to yeah being able to be someone especially like in your spot like people see you as you know probably their end goal you know like they're working Mm. they want to work with the companies that you're working with especially vbi like if you're a social media or branding designer and stuff like vbi is like one of those companies that like they're on that pedestal you know you know so it's Mm, like they see you as a person to learn from and yeah i I mean, if you tune into the streams and everything like you being able to you know be easily accessible, granted your dms are are open, so if they want to ask questions, they're there, but you know it's live, you know, ask a question in chat and you can answer it you know it's a perfect way to get yeah. feedback or and get your questions answered or you know almost 
treat you as like a mentor in a way, you know? Yeah, I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I I like I, I like that as like I, I guess like if if clients really wanted to you know dive deeper into who you are, you know, it's there for them. You know, that's yeah. the type of thing. Like that's a good thing you brought up too. It's like mostly other designers watched my content, but you know. I guess in a sense, like within this community, not many people, especially like where I started off, granted you started a lot earlier than myself as well. So I don't know what it was like when you started off. I didn't really have that helping hand when I was coming up. So a lot of it was a lot of self-taught trial and error type of stuff. Um, Yeah. To then now, like when creating content and like more streams of content is a little bit more prevalent and, you know, it's a little bit more common. People do it more. It's easier to get access to, different ways to learn and being able to pick brains of people of, you know, who's done what you want to do type of scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You should say like, I, I remember being, you know, five years ago looking at people and being like, Oh, I want to do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then before I knew it, I'm like in calls with these people and I'm like working alongside them. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And to, to know that people are coming to me as to what I was like five years ago, like I'd, I'd love, I'd love just kind of, I just love helping. Mm-hmm. And I love kind of helping quote unquote, the smaller guy. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the best thing about, I guess not specifically the gaming community, but like, I mean, that's where I come from too. So it's like, you know, a lot of it in the start was a lot of like selfish, like selfish people. And like the people that were big wouldn't give Definitely. a shit. And now it's like, cause they were afraid like, Oh, if I give them my tips, they're going to take my job, yeah. you know, like that type of thing, because the gaming community, the esports especially was so small when I first started. So it's like, it was really competitive, which it is still really competitive because people are seeing designers make it, make the, you make the living and, you know, do what they want to do. Um, but now like, it's like if you're working with a client or if you're working with a team and you do good work, like, or if like, you make good work you're gonna get clients like people are gonna want to work with you you're gonna be able to get that opportunity so it's like being able to share what you learn is only honestly only it's benefiting both sides like you're being able to share what you learn people are going to come to you for advice that means like like you're trusted you're a good person you know you're able you know people are going to come up to you and not look at you like oh that's that selfish guy that's got 10k on twitter that works with the people i want to work but he doesn't give a shit about us you know yeah. type of scenario yeah i guess we're, we're all just in it together really exactly I, I, get it, I get it a lot with um i remember like my price instructor was like all over the place and even now it's still all over the place i don't mm-hmm. have like a set list or anything i just kind of go with the flow and you know if someone has a budget i'll work with it mm-hmm. um but i find that a lot of people would try and undercut and be like oh this person does it cheaper i'm like okay well you go to them like i'm not i'm not here to you know if you want me to design your thing you know come to me you just come to me basically mm-hmm. yeah um i feel like a lot of what i had was a lot of other designers being like oh um you know undercutting your prices and it's like you're only harming yourself because you're only <laughs> making everyone's expectation of what prices should be lower mm-hmm. than what they should be so we're you know kind of all in this together at some point mm-hmm. so i want to ask you something but first i want to give you a little shout out um i know it's like middle of the podcast so i want to do this so people don't forget to do this go down below to connect with dan his twitter um his portfolio basically any links that i can put down there for you to be able to connect with dan all that will be down below so make sure you go do that but as a follow-up question dan 
off of your portfolio, what has been, I guess maybe not off your portfolio, you can describe something else, but what has been like your favorite project to work on? Um, cause you have a lot of really awesome projects and I know there's a lot of, a lot of process that goes behind a lot of your projects. So yeah. if you could pick one, it doesn't have to be off your portfolio. Um, if something comes to mind that isn't there, that's okay. So if you could pick one, what would it, what would it be? There's one I'm working on now and I can't discuss it, but that's my favorite <laughs> one at the moment. <laughs> but, um, but I guess like if looking at my portfolio, I, there's kind of two that are competing. Um, I've, I've worked uh, with Jessica Blevins and Mr. Beast. And that was like, I think par and par, they're kind of like the same because it was just like an awesome experience being mm-hmm. able to do that. I'd say, and more so say the Jess one more than anything, but mm-hmm. um, you know, they're, they were both really awesome projects to work on. Mm-hmm. And they came so naturally as well. Nothing was ever like, nothing was ever forced, you know, mm-hmm. which is always great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if that one is on his portfolio for everyone listening. That one is on his portfolio. So if you go to his portfolio down below, you'll be able to see which project he was referencing. Um, it's the one for Jessica Blevins. Isn't she like named Jay Ghosty? Isn't that her? Jay like, Ghosty, yeah. That's her, I believe that's a gaming name, but I'm not sure if she goes by that anymore. It might just be Jessica Blevins. Uh, Jessica Blevins, yeah. Um, for the gamers out there, the last name may seem familiar, but she is Ninja's wife correct correct it's correct i think so yeah um but yeah so you can go down below see that project for you see it it looks like he has some some concepts in there logo variations and obviously the final the final type of type of scenario that he's got there as well so um so yeah so vbi visuals by impulse um coming from a designer that does social media um social media or coming i guess in the sense like it like for a designer that designs for social media and wants to work with some of these biggest like huge companies yeah. um are you like when when working with vbi are you contracted out or are you hired for by them like are you on their like staff or are you just freelanced through them uh, like do they use you as like a contractor yeah so it's essentially a contractor base but i think i think more so uh, because I'm outside of um, the US, it's a lot more difficult for hiring and just employees. So it just worked out that it was just easier to do contract. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm contracted with them. And that's been, I think that has probably been the life, the most life-changing thing for me as mm-hmm. a designer. Like I went from, like I've, I've been in and out of like uh, normal jobs, jobs that I hate and I come back and I'm like, just crying i'm like oh, i don't like this i don't i don't want to do this i want to do this design <laughs> stuff all the time and then before i knew it i got a message from trey within vbi uh and this is back in early 2018 and i guess that's where the ball kind of rolled from there because they, they were looking to onboard a couple of more designers and i guess i've been there now for what is it four four years and five months now and awesome it's, it's just been roller coaster. It's been crazy. It's it's been it's been super nice being able to, you know, make that um, that income on a regular basis mm-hmm. and know that oh, it's okay if I don't get so and so clients this week or this month because mm-hmm. I have this. And there's always stuff to do in VBI. There's so many, there's so many like good opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and the stuff that I'm working on now, like I said, the project that I want to talk about, I can't at the moment. Um, <laughs> that is. 
that's been such a fun thing to work on. It's something completely new as well to what I've I've not done before. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I think VBI. I mean, I stated this a little bit before, but like VBI is like they've worked with the humongous creators. You know, some of the biggest creators in the in the world. Um, so like their reputation precedes themselves. You know, like they're they're out there. They're doing what people have been. I feel like they're pulling off what people have wanted to do but they're like doing it, you know, they're doing it for real. Like so many people have wanted to set up these services to design for social media and like for content creation and for streaming and everything like that. But no one has really done it like VBI. Um, it's like, I, I know there was one, there was one moment where there was kind of a hiccup with a, with a client that kind of went viral and then VBI had to put out a, uh, an apology, but you know, them doing what they're doing has completely changed the game for you yeah. know for creators you know if if you really care about your your brand and you're a creator like i don't really see a reason not to go with vbi you know or with yeah. with dan here with dan <laughs> <laughs> i think uh i remember i remember that hiccup happening and i know there was a lot of people being like yo cancel these guys da, 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 da. but I, I it's like when when you're almost like a leader in that space you you have to learn from these things you can only mm-hmm. make things right you can't you can't just make a mistake and then you know that's it everything's ruined yes yeah. you don't you don't get time to correct your mistakes you know exactly um, but caleb is or has has been and is a great leader within vbi uh, if you don't know he's he's like the main guy mm-hmm. behind uh, visuals by impulse mm-hmm. um he's been I guess he just surrounded himself with like the, the the right people, and I think as a team, we just kind of we just mesh really well, and mm-hmm. it's, it's just upwards from there, I guess. Awesome, yeah. It, just looking at you know, and hearing about the people that is on VBI's team and who they all work with and everything like that, it only seems like it's like a well-oiled machine, and you guys push mm-hmm. out amazing products and everything like that. So. I mean, kudos to you guys and your whole team. You guys put in so much work and you guys do a really good job and you're changing the game, literally, like changing the game in so many ways. And yeah, kudos, really, really kudos to you guys. I appreciate that. So as we round out here, as we round out the podcast, I want to ask you kind of a quick fire type of scenario. Um, Quick fire questions, answer them as short or as long as you want to, Um, but it's going to be like a handful of them. All right. That sound okay? Yep. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. So, your best habit. What is your best habit? Best habit would be I've always got my tablet in front of me. So, whenever I'm bored, I'm just I'm sketching something. Like I'm sketching a skull or a, a grunge text thing mm-hmm. and something else. So all, like I've always I've got my I don't know if you know this, but like a lot of my <laughs> my office setup pictures i've got my tablet to the right of me all the time mm-hmm. right next to my mouse and when i get bored i'm like cool i'll doodle something doodle. So i guess i guess that'd be a habit or it might be an addiction i'm not sure it's one of the two <laughs> i wouldn't think it's a, if it is an addiction i wouldn't think it's a bad addiction you know <laughs> no definitely not definitely <laughs> um so then obviously on the polarizing side of that what is your worst habit little bit of humility here <laughs> late late nights oh i'll literally I, honestly i think i'll i'll force myself to stay up and i'm like i don't i don't need sleep i don't need sleep mm-hmm. and then i regret it every day but you know we move we move we live and we learn 
Um, I think sleep's important, but to some degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Sometimes, like, this happened to me, like, during this week, too. Like, I I knew I had to wake up at, like, 6 o'clock the next morning to go work out. Yeah. But I, I stayed up till like one and I was like, you know what? I, it, it just felt good. I didn't want to go to yeah. bed. I just stay up, do whatever I want to fucking do. And it's like, you know, sometimes those late nights are nice. That's it. Sometimes I'll get in bed and I'm like, can't sleep. Get up. Mm-hmm. Let me do something. And your brain is just going and you, you just got to get it. up. It's difficult to turn the brain off, I think. Mm-hmm. So the next one, within your country, if you mm-hmm. could live anywhere like costs and everything like hypotheticals you know you know if you could live anywhere where would it be oh i I know exactly where uh there's a place called devon uh which is kind of south uh along the coast surrounded by beaches and it just sounds perfect i've I've lived there before for a couple of years and i moved back into like the midlands area Mm -hmm. but i me and my partner really want to live in devon that's the goal that's the goal move there with the dogs and we're we're sorted Mm. Awesome. Yeah, dog. That's definitely something my fiance and I are wanting to get here soon. So that's like a goal as well, getting a yeah. dog. It def- um, it's definitely, it's definitely life-changing, the dog is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we've lived with dogs our whole lives until, yeah. well, my dog died oh. like when I graduated high school and her dog yeah. died like two years ago. So like we want to get a dog together because that was like her dog when she was growing up. And that was my dog yeah. when I was growing up. We want to get the, like our dog. So yeah, yeah that's something we're, we're uh, be so at. loved. That'd be wicked. Yeah. It, uh, very excited. Um, okay. So now out of your country, if you could live anywhere, you know, where would it be? I've always wanted to live in America, but I like the idea. <laughs> people say that but it's also like people want to live in the uk and we're like yeah it's not good that's true (laughs) that's true um somewhere hot somewhere in spain or south of france Mm. somewhere somewhere in that area Mm -hmm. if i could afford it obviously that's true well that's it's it's all the hypotheticals you know if if, you know go wherever you want whenever you want you know type of scenario um so last thing what is your favorite like favorite thing to do when it comes to design i know you mentioned like doodling and everything but like mm-hmm. your favorite type of you know whenever you get the opportunity to do this you're like super psyched it used to be esports mascot logos i used to love doing that mm-hmm. that was like my thing for ages but mm-hmm. as time goes on i think trends change and at the moment it's like making something so simple but different that's that's been my thing that i've been really enjoying mm-hmm. people come to me with a big idea and i've got to make it so small that it makes sense and it's still legible I think mm-hmm. that's, for sure. that's always a challenge for sure all right well i mean those that's what i wanted to round it out with just to get a little bit a little bit more um personality going with you pick your brain a little bit on on some things um but yeah so i mean dan I, it feels weird calling you Dan because you go by Debonair. That's the only thing I've like seen you as. And then when you said Dan, I was like, hmm, that's very easy to kind of figure out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have thought about changing my name on Twitter instead of it being Debonair Media, but it just doesn't look right. It just doesn't look right. Yeah. I mean, if you've had it for so long, you know. That's it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, man, thank you for thank you for coming on and um, being super flexible about this whole scenario that's, as well. It's um, a pleasure. 
this is it's been an awesome conversation um to have with you it's been awesome to learn about about yourself and and meet you for the first time so um so yeah i mean thank you for coming on today really appreciate it um but guys i know i mentioned this a little bit earlier in the podcast go down below um follow you know connect with you know whatever you want to do connect with dan um what he puts out on his on his twitter at least what what i can see is always always very nice <laughs> you do really good work so um and Appreciate now it. you've gotten a little bit of insight that if you have questions you know feel free to reach out to the guy um you've seen that you know or you've heard that he's really open to you know responding and helping people so you know i know i know we mentioned this a little bit we didn't really have that much when we were starting out so take advantage of the opportunity um take advantage of of asking questions and being able to learn from people that have done it in the industry um, and use Dan as a resource, you know, use Dan as a resource. Don't be intimidated by him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you for coming out for episode four of season three. Um, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, week, month, whenever you are listening to it. And um, whenever, whenever you are listening to this and uh, as always, I like to close it out was make sure you tell someone that you love them today. All right, take it easy. We'll see you next time. Peace.